Welcome aboard, boys. Get them on side. Week number three. Get us on side. Good luck. Tips. Come on, boys. We need a lift. I know. This is a disgrace. Yeah, but that's okay. Team starts slow and we've started slow. And you know what? If there was a coach coaching us, we'd be doing the road run, wouldn't we, today? Yeah, what would the team talk be at halftime, do you think? Well, you're getting dropped if you don't perform this week. <laughs> you think we'd be, that? I think we need a Tommy Madonna's face slap. Oh. Because Sean's in yeah. front at 7-9. 7-9 seven and nine against, the, against the line. But it's the best bets that count, isn't it? Jeez, we've had some... Oh, God. Have you got of some, course it's the best bets that be, count, Sean. What was your best bet? No, he's chummed in because he saved us with oh, three-leg like, multi. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah, Roosters Bunny's uh, Storm. Low-hanging fruit, I think I called it, Dan. $3.22. No, no. Yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with low-hanging fruit in this world. Uh, so, Shawnee's 7-9, and nine, Joel 5-11, and 11, Dan 4-12. and 12. Dear, dear, dear. Jeez, we've, can I complain, though? We've took a couple of very rough beats. Mm. Oh, what was the worst beat of the week? Oh, the, the Roosters minus 8.5. 26 nil. Yeah, yeah. In the driving rain. That's pretty bad. That's that's almost as bad as it gets, really. And and, and because you just knew when Manly scored the second one, you knew, oh, no, the third mm. one's coming. And you just knew that Cherry Evans was going to kick the goal. But some people got six and a half, so bad, it wasn't a bad yeah, beat for them. Real bad number for, for the bookmakers because they probably laid the plus eight and a half and then maybe a bit of minus six and a half. Well, that makes me feel better. So. You, uh, <laughs> you had a bad beat yourself, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, under thirty nine and a half in the in the West game. I was already feeling a bit under the weather on oh, Sunday. Last game of the round too. And I sat through the Bulldogs para game, which I said last week I would back the Bulldogs and not enjoy any minute of it. I enjoyed probably twenty minutes of it, the first twenty, and then the rest was complete misery. And then it was two nil after thirty five minutes and I thought, I'm back here, how good am I going? And then the punting gods just they squared me up. Hey, Dan, well, that, that's especially the last game of the weekend. Yeah, that's yeah, not a killer. A, when did yeah, the last? A, um, when did the last try get scored in that game? Oh, there was about three minutes to go oh. or something. But you, I, I could, I was. You, you, I, you could feel it. Can't I'd you? already, yeah, I'd already sort of almost gotten over it. I just thought, <laughs> all right, I'm going here. It's raining, but I'm going to get beat. You know why you got beat? And I've got a big theory on this. You seem to win when you're on holidays and you're having fun and you're relaxed and all those sort of things. I got a text from Shawnee at about eleven o'clock. Right, this is Saturday night. And he's still in the 2142 postcode. Do you know what that is? 2142 postcode. Rose Hill. Oh, no. (laughs) He's out with my maniac brother, right? (laughs) They've done a job on themselves out at uh, the Golden Slipper. Mm. And so when you're feeling a bit down and sad, you get beat. And that's what happened the next day. I said to him, I said, mate, if you're still in the 2142 postcode, tomorrow has about 36 hours for you. (laughs) Yeah, it was a long day. Did it have 36? You know, it was a long day. Can I uh, – I went to Rose Hill recently, and I haven't been for ages. And I'll tell you what I've never done before. I've never got the train to Rose Hill, so which is actually a good idea. But didn't they used to have a train track right underneath the track? Yeah. yeah. Do they still have that? Yeah, yeah. still. Okay, yeah. well, I uh, made a – You've still got to change 48 times to get on the track. Tactical error. I got off at Parramatta thinking, oh, this will be a short walk. Oh, dear. <laughs> How do you think after a shocking day on the punt, walking back to Parramatta? <laughs> well, you had to. You had no choice yeah. then. Had no choice. And the rain starts. Okay, this is uh, – my memories of Rose Hill aren't that great. But can we go out to a, a meeting? Yes. Definitely. We're, we're going to be buggered for the next uh, 29 weeks, aren't we? Saturdays? Well, I, I, no, I don't work Saturdays. Oh, you're, you're off. What about you? Yeah, I'm generally tied up. Mm. If not for school, uh, kids' sport or – 
You're just living the dream, Sean, aren't you? I'm, I'm just doing my best. Yeah. You call them best. Did we enjoy the last round of footy? Uh, well, Apart from the horrible depends punching? Which, depends which way you look at it. Um, punting, no. But no, I thought, you know, all in all, pretty good round. I'm loving it, Dan, this year. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm really enjoying it. It's great. Oh, it's funny, that Canterbury-Parramatta game will be completely forgettable in a few weeks. I love that game. Mm. It's just, it had, it, Canterbury came out of the blocks. Mm. Param- there were a few penalties. Parramatta came back. Um, there is something... It's, it's funny, when you start the narrative, when the narrative of the season starts well, that, you know, oh, less penalties. We're, we're looking for the positive rather mm. than the negative. Everything seems to flow through that prism. Just, I don't know. Everything seems to be better this year. That game was at ANZ Stadium. Just, I had a, had a thought this week, Dan. I think we've missed a trick here. Mm. So the Tigers play Canterbury at Campbelltown this week on Sunday afternoon. Yes. They also meet again in round 21 at ANZ Stadium. All right. South Sydney take on the Titans in the 6 o'clock shift at ANZ Stadium, which is going to be a very, very tough sell. Would Makes you not no agree? Sense. Makes no sense. So why, why didn't we have... The Tigers Bulldogs play at ANZ Stadium at four o'clock. Swap those rounds again. So have Tigers Bulldogs meet Campbelltown in round twenty-one, oh. and then you've got a double header at ANZ That's a Stadium. Good idea. Yeah, we, don't, we don't yeah. think enough. Like we don't think outside the square. But then you know, well, we've got to split the gate, and how do we split it? Because Joel should be on some sort of committee. I agree. The thinking outside the, the ideas the, committee. The ideas committee. I want to be on that committee. Oh, my my yeah. other idea is that I feel like. We need to have a panel deciding the Dalliums. Yeah, there's a, we've had some stinkers this year. But with a, a panel who arrive at a consensus 3-2-1, yeah. you have to be under far less scrutiny, don't you? Yeah, I, feel, I almost feel sorry for the commentator. Their job is not to their job is to yeah. call the game, and mm. then all of a sudden at the end of it, they've got to come up with a 3-2-1, and they've got to do it pretty quickly. It is like better I than I the see colleagues line. of mine do it, and they're just on the app, bang, bang, bang. And they're not putting much. They're not putting as much time and effort as they should because it's not their job. No, you know what I mean. Their, their job is to be on air. You'd be better serve somebody at home in their lounge room, an astute judge watching it there, and maybe two or three, and then they have their consensus after it. They're not under time constraints. Bang! This is what we've got. How did Jai Arrow not get points? No, it's, a, well, it's a it's a disgrace. But again, but it, but again, it, it's 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 not toward the judge. They're just distracted doing their own of game, course. and I you agree. Can, and you've got to come up with it pretty much at full time. What about the the like the the type of judge? So the the people that we are getting them to to vote on these games. I love Brett Finch, and I love. Everything. You're about to pee in the great Finch. Oh, no, no, and I love everything he stands for. He's a great bloke. Yeah, but I don't know. Does he? Should A, as Dan said, should he be calling the game, which, you know, that, that's his job, but then he's got to front up and, and put the votes in. I don't know if, if the general public see Finchie as a Dalian mm. um, judge. Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's better than the bloody the Brownlows where you've got umpires who, if you think a commentator's distracted, distracted. watching a game, an Precisely. umpire, how, how can the umpires come up with the best 3-2-1? Well, and if know. they can, Dan, well, why don't they pick the All-Australian side for the <laughs> AFL? Yeah, there's no perfect system. But I think that that's the best system, having a panel who come up I with a with consensus. That. I agree with that. Mm. Because so remember, we, the we same, had journalists... The same panel does every game. Well, well you could do. Or, or just even, here's a shift, you guys are watching these three games, watch it from your lounge room if you like, mm. and just come to a consensus. And it alleviates the howler. Mm. And the other thing that puts us under pressure in the NRL is that we need to come up with our votes, uh, votes straight away. If the AFL is so there's a howler in round three, for example, if Jai Arrow missed it this week, as he did... It's not being spoken about at the end of the year if the votes weren't revealed. Would you agree with that, Dan? 
If we held our votes back to Dally M Night, people aren't saying, what about the votes oh, for Jai Arrow yeah. in round two? No, no one would remember. No, one's remember that. no you're remember right. That no. You're That's right. why the AFLs get away with the howlers. Mm. No, you're right. Um, all right. Should, they, he's got to be on a committee. Get me on C- the committee. Can I, oh, apolo- committee. Can I apologise to the uh, podcaster who uh, asked yesterday on Twitter... <laughs> Um, how do we? How does he get the? Because you mentioned the Matty Johns yeah. podcast. Oh, how good! And he said, "Oh, what's it called?" And I said, "Get him on side." <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Downloaded love it. immediately. He's probably listening now, going, "Well, okay, I've heard enough of these three idiots. Where's Matty? Uh, Matty, unfortunately, will not be part of this podcast. We need to advertise this podcast on the Matty Johns podcast <laughs> because you've got people who love rugby league. So we're in a dead set ding dong battle with. Uh, the effortless swimmer. Effortless oh, come on. Uh, we had a good couple of weeks there. Yeah, yeah we're going all right. <laughs> um, share, share, subscribe. What else you have to do? Rate us? All well, those sorts how of about we start picking winners? Yeah, that, that might, that might help. help us That'll as well. Help. Let's go. Uh, we start with Broncos versus Dragons. This is the Thursday night game. It's at Suncorp. Broncos, $1.36. Dragons, $3.10. Uh, Dragons absolutely thumped the Broncos in the finals last year, but things seem to have changed. Eight and a half, Sean. Is that the line you've got? That's it. I might be flat eight at the moment, but for the for the sake of this, we'll go we'll go eight and a half. And thirty-seven and a half is the over under. Mm. That is a juicy line there. Eight and a half. Last year, not only did the Dragons win the final, but they beat the Broncos in round one. So last year, total eighty-four to thirty. So do you boys believe in that as a factor? The fact that they've had the recent wood on the Broncos certainly plays a part. Absolutely, uh, eight and a half. Um, heard Gus Gould talking about it. It was a very good point. He said, "Not often you get to round five and there's been a team who's won all five games or a team who's lost all five games. So wins come, and maybe this is for the Dragons. Um, maybe not. Also, but eight and a half seems pretty big to me." Uh, is Corbin, this is Corbin Sims? Did he play last week? No, he's, no, he's, he's back. back. He's back. Yeah. You know who else is a big loss? Everyone's talking about Frizzell and DeBellin. I feel like they lose Lisa and Army a bit this year as yes. well. Do you reckon, Dan? I was funny. I was looking at the players who played in that big final who aren't there um, uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night. And Armour's name stuck out. He was a player of the year a couple of years ago. Mm. And he always did his job. 180 and, games. Yeah. Aren't we seeing this year how important the second wave of forwards are? Like Canterbury completely collapsed the other day when their second wave of forwards yes. came into the game, when Tolman went off, when Napa went off. That second wave is so... And, and Armour always led that usually. He usually came off the bench. Uh, that that 20-minute... Yep. Um, burst that uh, um, that second wave. He he, he was terrific. Mm. Have something on Tarek Sims anytime try scorer four dollars fifty. He scored a hat trick. Like he was a one man army in that game. Hat trick. He did too. Yeah. At Suncorp Stadium in the first half was it? I think so. One and a half. Yeah. But I just think four dollars fifty. Throw a fiver on it. You never know. Geez, you're bullish both of you about the Dragons. No, I'm. I'm not. Um, I'm not bullish. It does. It, this looks very, very big on paper. Eight and a half. But I've got. I've got concerns. Like we saw the Broncos last week. They're, they're forwards, and everyone spoke about Pangai how good he was during the week. Um, I think this is where the Dragons are going to come unstuck again. No Debellon, no mm. Frizzell. They look very, very light on, and I worry that at SunCorp, um, the Broncos might be able to run away with this. Pangai can't like, possibly play to that level back to back, can he? Well, I'm not prepared to say he can't. Mm. Um, w- did we not get the perfect 
Corey Norman prototypical game last week against South where he does the one brilliant, stylish move. Yep. And then really not much else after that. Not that he's the reason, sole reason for the Dragons' mm. problems. But my theory, I was thinking about Norman. He looks so good. When he's good, he looks so good. Yeah. We tend to overvalue that, don't we? They're easy to fall in love with those sort of players, aren't they? Like people fall in love with Ponga because it just looks good. Mm. It looks good. Um, so, all right. Uh, you're going Brisbane, Shawnee? Uh, I, I am just, yeah. Okay, yeah. not a great deal of confidence there. What about you? Oh, Jordan? Dragons. Dragons, eight and a half. Oh, yep. okay. Yep. Look at the con- Listen to the confidence. No, it's not, it's not confident, but I'd, I'd rather go that way. Okay, no, Brisbane for me, minus eight and a half. Um, so, were we sold on the Broncos last week? I tell you, I, I do have a lot of concern over their Dragons' right edge defence in this game. Mm. You and Aitken and your boy. Kamalawa comes, comes up against Jack Bird, who's well. Corey eight scores, doesn't he? He scores. He scores. I, I can't. I can't see. I got Bird try three dollars yeah, twenty five like because six of the I think they've considered one try on the right, six tries on the yeah. left. The Dragons. They had a nightmare last last week, and they they really got found out by the Bunnies. And like Seabold could have a field day at he, training. Ravalawa won't be there. Not playing. I haven't heard anything, but I just don't think he's I, been picked. I know that. Lomax is on the on the extended bench, isn't he, Dan? Well, now, yes, and and but he was on the extended bench last week and yeah. the week before. But uh, did you watch Miriam McGregor on NRL three sixty? I did, yeah. I don't. If you're a Dragons fan, I don't think that interview fills you with confidence in mm. where they're going because he seems fairly settled that this spine rotation mm. that's here to stay for un, until injury sort of takes care of it, we're going to have Matt Dufty come into games with 15 minutes to go. I feel like if you want to keep those players on the in the 17, I feel like Norman's almost got to be 14, and he comes on to give McGuinness a spell. We push Hunt to the dummy half position, and Dufty's got to play 80. They need the speed, don't they? They need something, don't they? Because what they're doing is not, not working. Mm. Um, so, okay, you think keep an eye on Zach Lomax. That's an interesting... Well, uh, I, just, I just feel like... He's really young, Ravalawa. I, I just, I'd be surprised if he's there at Suncorp. Joel, Joel, we just need to get him one more game. Yep. So that gets his super coach money up. Then <laughs> yep. we can get rid of him for a while. Then we can train him and make a little bit of profit on him. Righto. And uh, uh, that's all it's about, super coach. Mm. Right, let's go. You'd be good at super coach, actually. I would be. Yeah, I think so. Uh, finding a few youngsters, perhaps, yeah. Okay. Uh, Canberra, oh, this, is this the game we all dreaded trying to find a winner for? Canberra, Newcastle, 6 p.m. Uh, down in the capital, Raiders dollar seventy, Newcastle two dollars fifteen. The start is minus two and a half. You just know that start's going to come into play. That this is going to be one of these tricky games where you're going to want to be on that plus at some point. The Ponga experiment continues. He's going to stay at um, he's going to stay at five eight. Yep. Okay. So last week I was very strong against the Raiders because I feel like they got a very light small pack. No Paulo, no Boyd anymore. This week, you lose Tarpany as well mm. with that broken thumb. Newcastle Knights, it's one of those games where I think Clem is going to run for 250 metres. <laughs> you know, he's just going to really go surge through the middle. And it just has one of those games where Ponga might beat him up a little bit. Ponga and Pierce might be too classy for Caesar and Jack White. And is it the Knights getting the start, Dan? Yeah. Yeah, I have to take that. <laughs> yeah. Another game where we have to ask who, <laughs> who's favourite. Um um, I'm going to side with the Raiders. I just think at home, um, I can't. I think it's a little bit too skinny 
for them at home. Now, you were very confident about them last <clears throat> week at home. I was. They yeah. hurt you. Yeah, they did. They you're did. You're gotten for punishment. Well, they went off. They only went off minus two in that game. So they got back. There was. Really? Uh, plus two, sorry. Storm went off minus two. So they lost two. There. Mm. What did I say? If it was nine and a half, I'd still take yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was four and a half in the two. You would have got that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> like, it's a, a little bit too skinny at home for me. I, you know how every time Winks runs, uh, someone works out, oh, if you'd backed it 30 yeah. times in a row. <laughs> I think, can we just work out a plus minus? If you just back Melbourne against the start every week over yep. the last 10 years, you've got to be in front. You've got to be way in front. Yep. Because, mm. um, again, that was money for jam. Um, I'm taking the points only because it's the points. The, yep. the two, I'm very comfortable with those two points. But this is a nightmare of a game to... Try and pick just campers. I'm lucky two 6 p.m. Friday games in a row, so that's not helping their um, crowd numbers. Not, not not unlucky if you want to go to the races on Saturday. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, to fill up As the boys, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, Ponga, geez, that'd be a fun bus ride home, wouldn't it? Yeah. On a Friday night, you got the weekend ahead of you. You can cut loose. Yeah, Brownie, we just come through Sydney. We'll get off here. Thanks, mate. By the way, Ponga <laughs> is making double the amount of tackles he was last year, and he's making less than half the amount of metres. So, uh, and yeah, that makes sense, though, doesn't it? Yeah, and there's talk that Connor Watson's not 100%. So maybe Ponga goes back. With Lenor in the halves. Possibly. He's in the 20, Mason Lenor. Oh. Okay, let's go to the, the late um, Friday game. And Parramatta Roosters. Well, we flummed a big primetime um, showcase game, haven't we? Because this mm. was 1v16 going by last year, but Parramatta have come to the party. Uh, this is at ANZ. $3.05, $1.38, and the uh, line, Sean, the last I saw was minus eight. So we're waiting that to go half point one way or the other. Yeah, uh, there might be a bit of love for Parra to set how they start the year. So we'll go, maybe we'll go seven and a half. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we've Can got... I use that seven and a half for my best bet as well? <laughs> you like the Roosters, don't yeah, you? that's my best bet. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Actually, best? I'm going to throw them in with another team. Okay. Do you want me to reveal now or later? Save it. Save, save it. it. Yeah, okay. save it. That's half of my best bet. All right. Th- that is a very... Can I say, Sean? That's a very important half point one way or the other. Yeah, That's going is. to turn the market. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm leaning with Shug as well. I think Parramatta, the market is still overrating them. Yes. On their first uh, two weeks, um, it felt like they were on the receiving end or the good end of about eight intercept tries yes. last week into Bulldogs. They were ten nil down at one point in that game, and we all know. Well, I've semi kind of think the Bulldogs are better than what they've been playing. Um, I think the Roosters might just really turn up here. They get Cronk back. He's had a week off. They were 26-0 up against Manly in the the rain and then just took the foot off the gas. Um, Roosters minus for me. Roosters minus for me. And you think about this, Dan, the the Eels, they beat a distracted Penrith side. Yep. Sean's given the reasons about the Bulldogs down 10-0, a couple of intercepts played there. They charge into ANZ Stadium for the first time since that premiership. You know, there's going to be a real spine-tingling feel for that Roosters team. If they go up 10-0, like they just shut them out completely. This is a classy, classy team and uh, way too good for Parramatta, in my opinion. Yeah, so we're going with 7.5. That changes it for me. I'm going with the Roosters as well. Last two times they've met, 44-10, 48-10. 
Um, and on with you, Sean. I think we're just slightly overrating Parramatta's win, particularly last week. I was there, so I got a nice first-hand look at them, and it was good character to come back from ten nil down, and they and they they had a gear that Canterbury didn't, which was good. But you're right, two intercept tries, and uh, you prefer to see more. Yeah, would be the that's tip. the best bets line. And the Roosters uh, again fade out. They faded out in round one. They faded out in round two. They're plus 24 in first halves. They're minus 26 in second halves. Remember, well, I was told they're uh, a month behind. Yes. You would think they'd be starting now to come good. This is just the right sort of game for them maybe to get closer to hitting their straps. Uh, no Brett Morris for the, for the obvious reasons. Ikevalu comes onto the wing. Mm. Where's Hall? The, uh, he's injured too. He's injured as well, yeah, is he's he? He's injured as well. Uh, the Englishman. Yeah. This isn't amazing. They've got too many wingers, and now they haven't got enough. Um, Fergo, if they feature anywhere, you, you potentially have a saver on Fergo to score, don't you? Because he, he just, if they're going to be at all in the in the mix, that's going to be a great battle. Tupo and, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Tupo and Mer- uh, Fergo. Yeah, so Ryan Hall's coming back from an ACL. He did that in August last year. Uh, so it's going to, and he's, he's got a bit of, he's sneaky old. So that's, sneaky big. That's going to be tough. He's sneaky old, is he? How old is he? 30-ish? Is he? Yeah, 30. Yeah. That is yeah. sneaky. Well, he scored about 200 tries. Yep. Um, so it might be a bit of a tough recovery for him. So Ikevalu's solid, isn't he? But certainly not... Again, that's the one thing that Ferguson has that the Roosters now not as much. That size coming in off the wings. Yep. Um, but we think uh, the Roosters might get the job done there. Um, Manly versus Warriors. Christchurch. These odds, I thought, wow, this uh, they must have made a mistake. $2.28 Manly, $1.62 the Warriors. This which, seems very expensive for which, the Warriors. Which way have we got Have it you wrong? not watched Manly? <laughs> They're awful. Tommy Turbo, back in town. Oh, God, he's not worth 12 points. Minus I reckon, four. I reckon, he, I reckon he might be. <laughs> you yeah, might be he right. might be. You might be right. Minus four is the line. So another one of these where we're just waiting for the line to settle. Three and a half. For the sake oh, of this. Thank whoa. you very <laughs> whoa, much. Whoa, whoa. Thank you. I'm just teeing these ones up for the way I want to go as well. Yeah. You know what I'm doing? Yeah. Minus three and a half. That Manly's given the Warriors, Sean. You, you called... <laughs> Let's get a few wins, boys. You called um, You called the, the game for 2GB, Joel. Yeah. He prepared to forgive the Warriors. Absolutely. Um, I don't think their style of footy is... They're not mudlucks. Hmm. They smashed the dogs on a dry track. They were in the game for a long way against... The Tigers, the Robbie Farrer show, wow. Um, I think, and I've said this for a long time, I think the Warriors are a top four side. Mm. If they're a top four side, they win this game. Warriors at the minus. Um, that's the way I'm playing this. Yeah, so am I. But it, again, it's not with a great deal of confidence, which I sound like a bloody broken record this week. Um, it is in Christchurch. And I'm, I'm intrigued as to how that's going to um, play out. You would, you would assume that the Warriors would get up for this game, given all that's happened. Joel, you're the player. Does that stuff actually matter once that um, whistle is blown? We no. talk about it in the media. Oh, it's like the Warriors beat the Bulldogs. People are going on about, oh, well, geez, the the week they had in New Zealand, no one was going to beat the Warriors that week. Well, maybe the Warriors are just a lot better than Canterbury. Yeah, I, I do think um, crowds are huge. If, if you can get crowds busy throughout the game, it, it just carries you home, particularly mm. for the home side, which they're not, but they are, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I, I just think they're a bloody good side. Jeez, didn't we stop Adam Kieran for top point scorer <laughs> last week? 
Jeez. Yeah, he didn't have his best game, but like few few did in that team. So right. it is it is a forgive. Um, yeah, I've just got the, the fact that it's in Christchurch is, is the only thing that's getting me on side with the with the Warriors here. Well, um, Warriors used to have an awful record in New Zealand games, not at Mount Smart, but that's started to turn. They beat Manly 34-14 last year. The Warriors get advantages that we never talk about because mm. so many teams move their games. Look at this for their next few weeks. So they're away in New Zealand for Manly. Then they play Gold Coast at home. Then they play South on the Sunshine Coast. So that's virtually a neutral game. All right, we'll call it an away game because they've got to travel. Then they've got the Cowboys at Mount Smart. They've got Newcastle at Mount Smart a couple of weeks after that. And then they've got the Dragons in Magic Round at Suncorp. So only one of their next seven are against the, is it the opposition's home, home ground. Yeah. That's, that, they do get some advantages that way, but they never take advantage of them. So that's why we sort of don't complain about it. Uh, but we're all on the Warriors there. Um, the turbo factor, that was the only major change, wasn't it? So he didn't do too many reshuffles. He's still got that kid, Ruben Garrick, on the wing. Uh, he's just dumped Brendan Elliott. Kane Elgy. Mm. Mm. They've got a problem there, haven't they? Yeah, they, they do. do. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we move on to the Saturday afternoon or the Saturday twilight game. Cowboys-Cronulla. This is another nightmare game to try and tip. $2 to the Cowboys. No day, Jason Tamalolo. So a rarity there. Uh, outsiders at home. Cronulla, $1.80. Minus one and a half. I saw Fafita the other day on uh, doing media. I know it, that awful haircut uh, is shadowing the fact that he looks fit. Yeah, it does. He looks lean. Um but they got the, you know, they're not, hasn't, they all look fit, the Sharks, but they just got the job done, didn't they, against the Gold Coast? They weren't anything flash. No, but they, I reckon that they, if you think about the parlance of soccer and shots on goal, I think they've resisted more shots on goal, Cronulla, mm. than anyone. They've just had raid after raid after raid. They've had no possession or field position. I just think they're a bloody good team, this Sharky side, defensively. I'm going the Sharkies here. No Tamalolo. Um, they've conceded three tries, one of those an intercept. Just back to the Warriors, Dan, throw a fiver on them to make the top four at eight bucks. Eight bucks is a lunatic price. Wow. Eight dollars, it's, it's a big price. At me you do so that. much room. That's good. That, I, wow, good find. Well, you, and you mentioned the, the lack of yeah, opposition home games. games. It's a huge price. Well, they were only one win last year outside of top four. Yeah. Uh, okay, there we go. There's a Joel recommendation. Uh, they're one and one, so they haven't lost much ground. Uh, Cowboys, they made the big change. Tamari Martin goes to fullback. Jake Clifford gets a crack at number six. This is shades of last year where um, he just couldn't find the right spine, if you like. Jordan Kahu goes to the centres. Justin O'Neill has been dumped. Uh, so is Tom Opacek. Ben Hampton is in the centres for... North Queensland, so really shuffling things around there. And their forwards were absolutely bashed up against the Broncos. So there's some question marks now all of a sudden about North Queensland. The other thing is, too, Fecky. Fecky's got an awful knee injury. He, I'll be surprised if he played. And if he doesn't play, oh, it's got to be go. this young Josh. Sherry. Oh, so yeah. Josh Dugan wing. Well, if they can get him to the wing, might, might maybe Sherry goes to the wing. But I've got a feeling he comes into play this, this week. And if he does, you know, I love the debutant scoring. So I'd be... Any time try scorer Sherry if he played. Some doubt over Moreland as well. He went off 
Did he go off or did he uh, stay He copped a, little... a knock. Yeah. He copped a knock, but he finished the game. I think he'll be okay. Well, okay. this sounds like a game we don't. We wait to put our investments on until closer to kick. Yeah, there might be a, a few reshuffles here. I, I can't get away from the fact that it's in Townsville. Um, so if you're getting, you know, black odds about Cowboys, I know they've got Tam Lolo out, and we all know how good he is and everything else. But I don't know. I still haven't seen enough from the Sharks to to think they should be favourites on the road, particularly in Townsville, mm. against this Cowboys team. Okay. So, Are the Cowboys... So you're going Cowboys. Yep. Is the Cowboys pack that good? Has the media overrated the Cowboys pack? I say that because Matt Scott is ageing and coming off a serious injury. Uh, McLean, well, he's rep-worthy. Cooper is old. Yep. Cohen Hess... Has Cohen Hess ever been a good 80-minute player? He's been a terrific... He was at his best when he was an impact player off the bench. Yep. Um, well, you've got Josh McGuire. John Aziard is probably underrated. So they're not performing to their ability. But have we overrated them, I guess, is what I'm asking. Oh, no, I don't think so. No. But, Chorney's part of it, uh, in a peloton, if you're riding the bike, you get swept up behind people. Have they been swept up behind the big charging town Malolo runs, some of these players? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, like... I'm. Can't be understated how much of an out he is in this game. But, you know, I'm big on home advantage and, and the rest of it. I just haven't seen enough of the Sharks to suggest they should be favourites mm. away from home. Mm. All right, let's go to the Saturday night game. Penrith, Melbourne. This is at Bathurst. Penrith, $2.37. So juicy if you like them. Melbourne, $1.57, minus 4.5. So Melbourne giving 4.5. This is the sixth time Penrith have taken a game to Bathurst and three wins, two losses. First time for Melbourne there. Melbourne have won 17 of their last 19 against the Panthers, dating back to 2006. They lost their last meeting, but I seem to remember the Storm may have rested a player or two. It was round 25. Mm. Yeah. Penrith had oh, to win. Did, yeah, they there was did, no yeah. Slater. There was no mm. Brody Croft, maybe even. So Betting flipped in that game. It yeah. was... It was mm. And 2.30 or something, they went off like a dollar seventy favourite. Yeah, if Melbourne win, they'd go 3-0 and for the seventh time in the last 10 years. God, they're consistent. Um, Josh Mansell back for the Panthers. Still no kick-out in? Uh, no, Still I don't no believe so, no. No, yeah, no thanks. Um, Penrith lost to Parramatta. They snuck home to the Knights. Storm smashed the Broncos, beat the Raiders away. How could you look any other way? Storm, minus. Confirming no kick-out. Yeah, not not even on an extended. No, nah, okay. not even. So he's not playing. Um, boy, this is a really tricky game. Um, what do you what do you make of the Bathurst? Oh, I just, is there is there anything there for, nah, for Penrith? I just think with those things, I just have in my head. I could be wrong that those sort of games are lower scoring games. I feel when you go to Tamworth or you go to Bathurst or you go to Dubbo or wherever, mm. I feel like they're lower scoring games. But honestly, how could you have Penrith? Yeah. Weather's starting to turn as well. That sort of autumn chill. Mm. So it should be, a, you know, you know what Bathurst is like when it gets cold. I mean, it's really cold. Yeah, it is. Mm. Um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to take points on offer here. Well, yeah. And I think uh, there's a bit of in, like personal integrity. I kind of have to. If I was keen on the Raiders hey, last oh, week. Hang on. What? Okay. Hey. Personal integrity. Yeah, yeah. Betting, bet, personal betting integrity, Dan. I've got to stick to my guns. <laughs> so. Storming off two-point favourites against Canberra, I probably think Penrith are a better team yep. than Canberra. I know it's at Bathurst and whatever whatever that that is worth. I'm going to take the... Is it? Are we, what are we going, four and a half or f- 
three and a half. Oh, hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm thinking it is four at the moment. I, look, I think your confidence demands that it should be three and a half. All right, but Melbourne should be only three and a half point. Favorites. I don't like taking that number, but give me give me plus three and a half. Okay, just rubber arm there. We got you there, nice and easily. <laughs> You've just given us a gift. Three and a half. That's the give me part of the century. Um, West Tigers Canterbury. This is Campbelltown. Isn't it great that Campbelltown gets a big Sydney team? Actually, just on the Penrith Tigers segue, yes. uh, I called out at the start of the year, Tigers will finish higher than the Panthers. Oh, because you hate Ivan Cleary, that's No, right. I don't hate Ivan Cleary. I love <laughs> mate, Ivan Cleary. I love... Yeah, hey, mate, every week now they're giving it to you on, on the uh, Twitter, I see. Every yeah. time, well, Penrith had a win. Yeah. yeah. Tigers are undefeated. And you have to say, yeah. you have to say, oh, I grew up in High Street, Penrith. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the deal is, right, if... Penrith finish higher than the Tigers, I will run a half marathon in a Panthers jumper, right? I said at the start of the year that Penrith would miss the eight and West Tigers would finish higher than the Panthers, and I'm sticking to my guns. So far, so good. Hang on. So the bet is Tigers higher than Panthers. One of the punters on Twitter. Do we get to pick, if, if it doesn't happen that way, if you lose, do we get to pick the jumper? Because yeah. I'd love to put him in a half marathon in one of the old cotton mm. chocolate oh, soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy yeah. too. It won't be a problem for me. And, and it would happen in September, so yeah. it'd be just starting to warm up. Yeah, won't happen. The, the <laughs> tigers will be sailing by then. Oh, uh, yeah. The tigers started well last year too. How did that yeah, turn out for them? Very different kettle of fish. Okay, all right. Well, let's get to the tigers. Dollar forty-two. Canterbury two dollars eighty-five. This is at Campbelltown. Uh, this is the third home game in a row for the tigers. Seven and a half is the line. Two things. Never been top of the table. Can you believe that? 495 rounds, never been on top. And never started a season 3-0. Never? Never. Isn't that crazy? 20 years in the comp. Last year they were great, but they didn't start 3-0. What are you thinking, gents? Uh, Looking at... uh, Sorry, I better give you the changes here. Tigers... This might uh, take a while. Yeah, Tigers are pretty much the team... We've seen the last couple of weeks. Josh Reynolds in jersey 19, so we don't expect to see him. Canterbury. Nick Meany, number one. Jaden Ockenborn, number two. Hopawadi moves into the centres. Uh, Marshall King now the starting hooker. He was starting hooker last week. Fatala Mariner, Montoya, Jesse Sugon, Ofahiki Ogden comes in. Reese Martin. Um, he get. I don't know what happened there, but he's in in jersey 16. Chris Smith gets a go. Uh, Corey Hallowita starts. Are they moving deck chairs on the Titanic, or is this actually going to be meaningful change? Good ins. I like the ins for Canterbury, but here's the case, Your Honour. We've had two rounds. The Tigers have 12 points against. Mm-hmm. Canterbury, 76 points against. If you need more to be sold, the Warriors whacked the Bulldogs. The Tigers whacked the Warriors. Tigers at the minus, Dan. No further questions, Your Honour. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. Confident there. If we if we did the confidence bets, that would get a big circle around. Yep. It. Yeah, I, I can't. Look um, at him stretching out like a cat. Know, it's, like really it's like a tiger. Like, almost like it's almost one. Yeah. Um, give me the Bulldogs. I think I said I'll give them one more week last week, and that didn't work out too well. But I'm going to give them one more week again. I, I can't have Wes this short. Against anyone, and I like yes. the, I like the changes Agree. that the Bulldogs have done. Might, might have been a week late, but I like what I'm seeing. 
I can't I can't have Wes's price. Saw Bo Ryan yesterday, and uh, my daughter minds his kids from time to time. Anyway, he um, he comes running out to the car. He said, "I will never in my lifetime." Tip the Bulldogs again in his lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> He's tipped them the first two rounds. Never in his lifetime. Well, and I, it's, it's a night. Nice, we're getting a nice number here. Seven, see, it's seven and a half. Can you, so we've got a field goal there on our side as well. Can I, I talk you try. into eight and a half, Sean? Can I? Can I? No. Knock. Well, we, we've worked out we can talk him into this stuff, yeah. Joel. Don't, I don't I'd want love, you talking him into it. Yeah, but I do. To, I'd love to have eight and a half. And it might get there. The, the punters Come might on, really, punters. Plough in. They might, really, I, they might really get it. I mean, we, we couldn't have had two more contrasting starts of the year here, really. You're right. Bulldogs, what shit. Wests are on fire. Mm. Just tread warily okay. what if you really want to chime into West City. I'm going with Canterbury and it'll explain why. But what frightens me about Tigers is that they are fit... And they are running over teams, which they've never done. Even in their flair years, they never ran. They never ground teams into the ground and ran away not, in the last I'm not twenty minutes. I know it's only manly and, they and Warriors on no, a Sunday night. Everyone, everyone's, sure, they, everyone's fit. Everyone's done a preseason. The Michael Maguire Ma- preseason. Yes, it's Ma- proven. And Dan, let me go back to a point you raised so well. Canterbury ten nil. The benches come on. They got manhandled. Who's got the best bench in the comp at the moment? Josh Alloyer, all these youngsters coming oh, on. That's a big call. They, the, they are the killing best. teams off the bench. Thomas McKayley. They are killing oh, teams. Give me the best bench in the game. They have had the most oh, impact God. in the game, Joel, this bench. They have. Joel. I'm telling you. That's crazy, talk. Watch closely this weekend when they come on. Alloyer and uh, McKayley and all these youngsters come on. They'll be too good for the, t- for the Bulldogs. Okay. All and, right. and that completes my bet of the round. <laughs> I'm going the Tigers at the minus into wow. the Roosters at the minus. I'll take a Roosters bench with Isaac Liu, Zane Tedavano, Angus Crichton as a better bench than what you're serving up. They're playing well, though. Impact. Like... Impact so far. <laughs> yes. Come on, Bulldogs. Can you bloody lift for me? Okay, on, here's like... the thing I noticed about the Bulldogs last week. And it's funny when you're at the game, you notice more. They had a go. They are actually playing for their coach. Yeah. They didn't turn it up. They're just not that good. I I... But they are having a go. Yeah. And I'm not sure the Tigers... Have that many points in them? I know they scored thirty-four against the Warriors. Oh, they scored thirty-four in the rain against the Warriors. They scored twenty-something in the rain Man, against the Warriors. Against Manly. The game's over. The, 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 Warriors, the game's were, over there. The Warriors. The Warriors weren't. Give me the start. Tigers score thirty. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. As long as the Bulldogs score twenty-four. Can you have that? Yeah, bet? Yeah. Is, that is that a sports bet thing where you can have um, how many points exact? Bet? Exact points? No, I mean no. like like can you pick an like you can pick your own line? Can you pick your yeah yeah yeah? Can you pick your own score on the top? So Joel said thirty for the Tigers. Yeah. Okay, very confident, Joel. Uh, all right, we get to the last game: South versus Gold Coast. Ugh. Joel can't wait for this one. ANZ on a yeah. Sunday night. The only saving grace is that it's South's first home game, so that may bring in some fans. But you're right; it's a crazy, crazy uh, game to have at ANZ. Uh, don't worry, we've got some Friday 6pm games there as well, so that'll be tremendous. Um, the Titans still, Brimson and Jacks are the halves. They had their chances last week against Cronulla, didn't they? Mm, they, they had did. plenty of ball. They had a 10-minute mm. period um, where Cronulla had bloken the sin bin, and the Titans just not happening. Apart from Jai Arrow, the forwards aren't doing much. South. Probably played 30 minutes of really good football last mm. week against the Dragons, and that was more than enough. 
Oh, 12 and a half is the start. That's a big <laughs> Yeah, me and Sugar. Me and Sugar just, we just looked at each other and, and both just winced at the thought of this game. Yeah. I'm going to let you kick it off. And then... Okay. I'm taking the Titans with the start. <sighs> and they've got enough in their pack to ask a few questions. I'll tell you why I'm taking them without too much confidence. South have had a blockbuster game against the Roosters' big crowd, similar mm. against the Dragons. Yep. They might just turn up a little bit half done here and Titans desperate still for their first win. 12 and a half is a bloody big start. It is. And I, I agree. I'm, I'm only going to take this on the, the fact that it's a it's a bloody big number. As you said, there's enough... There's enough muscle there to, to match it with them for some period of this game, yep. if not all of it. Still issues around the halves combo. And we've seen last week they had so much footy and couldn't convert it into points. So it is an issue. But it shouldn't take a lot to, to fix that up. I think, you know, that's a couple of couple of changes. They might be able to fix that up. So if they get enough or an even amount of ball, if it's 50 mm. 50 possession, um, then they're obviously right in it. Um, so plus 12.5. To round, the, to round the round off. It's just a kicking game, isn't it, Dan? They've got no kicking game at the moment just, Taylor. Here's my problem with the Gold Coast, and I, I, I was hot on them before the season. And I think I think once they get Taylor back and Roberts back, they're going to win a few. Yep. They're a good, honest yep. team, but um, I just, are they going to score more than 12 points? Now, that might be enough to cover the start, but that's my fear. If they only score 10 to 12, then South only have to score 22 to 24 to cover South's blistering attack. Yeah, so I'll give me South minus twelve and a half, but Ooh. I'll be I'll be driving home from Campbelltown, Joel, listening to you calling the game, riding the bunnies home. I can just see it's going to be one of those ugly games. Yeah, that um, it doesn't feel like a game I want to be back in minus twelve and a half in. It's the last game of the round two. Is that the biggest? Uh, no, Friday night's your biggest game, isn't it? Thursday, Thursday, night. Oh, Thursday, th- Thursday yeah. night. Yeah, Thursday and Friday, are parish, but. When you do, so these Sunday so. games at the start of the season, the night games, do they get a surprising? Because they're usually dud contests. Do they get a surprising amount of activity? They, they, they do actually. So you've got the it's a free to air game is the early game, so yeah. everyone's fired up for that. The punters get a bit of a payout, and they've got some you know coins yeah. to to play with. Um, I mean, from a from a viewing perspective, I I love the the late game because it just means there's more footy on later in the weekend. Mm. Um, I reckon yeah. if they go to eighteen teams, that's the time slot they'll go with Sunday night. But they've got they'll have to turn that into a marquee. They can't, you can't have a throwaway yeah. game as your Sunday. You can actually turn Sunday night. I mean, NBC in America makes that it's their match of the round in mm. NFL. Uh, but anyway, that's a discussion for another time. So, all right, that covers us. Uh, Joel, you're particularly confident about the Roosters and the Tigers, both at the minus. That's my hundred dollar bet, Dan. Oh, I, so not. Uh, so both at the minus? Yeah, the multi, yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I went soft. I've just got the Warriors and the Broncos to win at the That's multi. $1.62, $1.36. I'm going Corey Oates to score a try. I'm, I'm, I'm not tipping a game at the line here because I'm just going that bad. <clears throat> so I'm going to go Corey to, to score. I just think the, the way well, he's flying at the moment, um, birds flying inside him and up against that, that Dragons. I couldn't, I couldn't work out in that game, Sean. What's the better bet? Bird to score one try at three dollars twenty-five, or Oates to score a double at four. <sighs> Oates is just—he scored twelve in his last six. Mm. His last six he's games. About. He's, he's the probably... number one player. If I had someone to have to score for me this round, I'd have yeah. to go Oates. His last six games: two, two, none, four, one, three. Wow! And playing against a dragon side defensively weak on the right side. Um, 
So that's it. Any final thoughts, gents? Uh, Dan, by the way, Sean O put the challenge out last week. I love, you know what I love about this? In our private comp, right, last week, oh, no. Sean he put the challenge out for who would get the most right, or to get all right, in fact. There was mm. two W Lindsay 01 and Allard 26. So we'll send a bit of love your way. I yeah. scroll down to the very bottom of this private comp 164th, Sean the trader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what am I on? I forgot to tip. What did I get? The away teams. How did that work out? I don't know, but I didn't finish. What's your name in this, Dan? Uh, I have a funny name. I can't remember. It might be Team Paulie Walnuts or... Um... Dan the Diva. Dan no, the you know what? It's, it's, no, it's Team Horny Van Gaal. Because I created my team about six years ago when Louis Van Gaal went on about being horny for Manchester United. <laughs> so I thought, oh, that's a clever name, which doesn't Mate, seem well, so you've clever ran, now. you've ran Team Horny Van Gaal five that's a great result. Because I didn't tip. That's a great I result. I didn't tip. Well done. So I've got all the away... Te- oh, well, hang on. Did I get all the away teams? Yes. Yeah. South, Melbourne, uh, Penrith, Roosters, Para. No, I've got five. Is... Yeah. Perfect. Fantastic. I'm anyway, enjoy your week. Uh, gamble responsibly. Oh, sorry. Yeah. That's your line. Gamble responsibly. Goodbye.